Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the lightning round here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with Leanne Whippin, and we've got, uh, how about this, Matt? Matt Abadabadu with us. I better. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> and, and Shane McBride. I did it so you wouldn't have to, kid. So there you go. This is the part of the show where we just ask really irrelevant and uh, irreverent questions. And some goofy shit, too, because you can swear in this part. It doesn't go over the radio. Um, There you go. (laughs) This is where I shine. (laughs) (laughs) How long did it how long did it take you guys? um, This is kind of a rudimentary question here, but how long did it take you guys when you were really trying to start getting into barbecue this before the restaurant was open? but not to quote unquote peek under the lid. Oh man. Uh, not too long. I was pretty good at that. I wasn't, I'm very impatient. Yeah. <laughs> I've That's noticed the one thing I've learned in barbecue is patience is key. I mean, you, you certainly, everyone's heard the, the slogan. If you're looking, you ain't cooking you got right. it. Like let it do its thing. But I mean, it, it took, it took me a little bit to just be like, Matt, leave it alone. Go have a beer, like walk away. Yeah. Cook. yeah. What's the biggest thing you guys think individually you've learned so far? You came out of the restaurant business, but as we've all established, barbecue restaurants are a little different um, from being classically trained chefs into what you're doing now with grills and smokers and stuff. But what's the biggest thing you think you've learned so far? It's been a lot. Uh, it, it's still the same. It's kind of good in, good out. That's a, a big part of what we do. Um, I've also learned that uh, when you're at a barbecue competition and you're hanging out with large barbecue guys, don't, don't try, try to keep to up drink with drinking them. them with this. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I can't keep up with Leanne. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, she, girl. she's got that classic glass there. It's Ralph Lauren. I mean, come on, right. you know, I get red solo cups out here on the coast. So, you Nothing know, we do that. That. if uh, this is one for each of you, Matt and Shane, if you could work with one of your barbecue heroes, and I know you've worked with quite a few of them, but if you could work with one of them, who would it be? Tuffy Stone. I love Tuffy. Tuffy's that, awesome. Uh, that, I like that answer, Shane. Just point. I like that. I'm, a, I'm the same. Okay. What is the best day for either of you? And you can both answer this. Contained for activities away from the restaurant. Monday. No, I mean, but what, <laughs> I what do you like to do? 
<laughs> I don't think that was the question, Chef. Uh, can you clarify that question? Yeah. What do you do on your day off if you get or a half a day or three hours, whatever you get time off? What what yeah, is for fun? This, this is my perfect day for fun on a day off on a month. It's usually a Monday. Right. Is I get to wake up in the morning, take my son to the park, go get him a donut somewhere, and then we get pizza for dinner and then afterwards some ice cream. That's awesome. just like can I come look? Can I come with live with you? Yeah. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's pretty nice over there. I'm just gonna have to pick your brain about some barbecue stuff. That's all. Yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm an open book when it comes to that. What about you, Shane? Uh, I, I have a terrible collecting habit. So if there's a flea market <laughs> or an antique market, I have a or a liquor habit. store that I haven't been to, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go look for pretty much. So I Matt, some of the greatest things about our barbecue trips have been shaming like, ooh, there's an antique store there. Or, hey, there's an awesome antique shop at this town that nobody's ever heard of that I somehow know about that I want to go and check out. You're like, what? I totally, I totally agree with you. I I actually had an antique. I rented a space in an antique mall and the name of my company was Lee Antiques. (laughs) I used to be totally into antiques. Oh, God, you can't get enough of it. God, I I, 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 go anywhere. We're always stopping into at least one to two antique stores. It's yeah. like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Well, it's exactly what he says it is. Yeah. I hate to tell you this, but my wife and I owned an antique store for a while. Um, things were a little slow in the broadcasting business. This is 25 years ago. So she said, I'm going to start an antique store. Of course, I wrote the checks for it, but it was like, holy shit, look at all this stuff. I didn't even know we had this stuff. I break his chops all the time. I'm like, you literally could open up a store with just the stuff. Yeah, you have in your house, not even including the stuff you have in storage units, just the stuff you have in your house. You can start your own antique shop. Yeah, a lot of cool so stuff. So, what's your what? So, Shane, what's your most favorite piece that you have to date that you just will never let go of? What are all those porcelain um, things that you find? The little dog dog things. Yeah. Um, I have lots of really great federal period furniture. Um, my mom and I have a house in in Charleston, South Carolina. And I put everything that's in there as Southern that was made uh, between 1820 and 1900. Wow. Um, I have a great sugar chest there that are, those are pretty rare. Um, And I have some pretty special pieces of art that I would never get rid of. Um, Right. (laughs) I, I, when, when I buy art, it's either like Hudson Valley school or I really enjoy finding food centric art. Uh, so I have a ton of that. Cool. And it's spilled into the restaurants. Now there's artwork in the restaurants. I love that. Well. Uh, yeah. On a scale. All my art. You what? You eat your art. I eat all my art. <laughs> I go on buy food. I just eat. Things. I got it. I got <laughs> it. I just put it in my pile. Okay. Do you remember what the first thing you ever grilled or smoked or barbecued was both of you? First thing I ever barbecued was ribs, and I did it with our business partner, Rob Shogger, uh, out in Long Island at his house. It was the first time that I'd been really exposed to seeing an offset cooker. I mean, never in my life had I seen a, a person have one in their home, and I was like, oh, my God, you have one of these? This is insane. I had no idea how to use it. Um, and, yeah, the first thing I certainly uh, smoked were baby back ribs. Uh, first thing I ever grilled was a hot dog. I was about <laughs> six. And the first thing I ever smoked was a chicken. There you go. Uh, both yeah. of them with my uncle, who was a chef. Awesome. As well. 
you you know they had to smuggle that offset smoker into Long Island because nobody knew what it was. It could have been from another planet, as far as probably, probably like that. Um, If we put your skills to music, what would the music be? Oh man, his would be Fish. Yeah, Grateful Dead. Mine would probably be Bon Jovi or Billy Joel, or like a Rocky album soundtrack. Probably what. And then you'd, you'd hear Billy Joel in the background singing Uptown Girl or something like there that. There you go. There you go, like that. Um, where's the worst place you ever had to cook? It can be a restaurant, a competition, a, a backyard barbecue with somebody. I feel like we've had multiple opportunities worst for this. Place. Um, there was certainly a great story where Shane and I were cooking down at an event somewhere in uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania. That one? No, when we had to wheel all the ribs in to bring it up to your hotel room because the, the health inspector came as we were. <laughs> health inspector showed health up. Health inspector showed up to the kitchen that we were guest pit mastering in for an event. And uh, they certainly weren't prepared to have like two Huskies with like two deep Lexans full of seasoned ribs. So like, you guys got to get out of here. And we're like, where do we go? And they gave us a dolly and she just took the ribs and oh put them in the up to his hotel room until uh, they were gone. For us to put them on the cooker to smoke yeah, them. That was funny. Um, I've cooked in some fields before that were not optimal. That's for sure. Uh, the Memphis 20s, what was it, 2016, 2017, when it was like a, just a mud pit? That was not fun that year. Memphis yeah. is a challenge every year, no matter what. Yeah, I get it. I get it. This year it was 100 degrees every day. What uh, on a scale of one to 10, how much barbecue do you guys eat on a regular basis? Or do you still revert back to some of your classic training uh, when you're cooking at home? Uh, I probably I'll probably eat barbecue for me and my family maybe once a week outside of like constantly tasting everything at the restaurant. Like if I'm sure. home at my house, I'll I'll fire up my little smoker that I have for my backyard and do like a shoulder or some ribs or something like that. Maybe once a week or chicken, a lot of chicken, smoked chickens. Yeah, I smoke a lot of chicken, too. There you go. Uh, If I declared you supreme ruler of barbecue for one week, what would you as supreme ruler decree? Uh, That New Yorkers can cook good barbecue. Okay. (laughs) That's pretty pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, What's the worst concert you ever attended? God. And I know they have some crappy concerts once in a while in New York. So they had to have, because we have them I here. To, I went to a fish concert when I was probably 18 or 19 years old in, in uh, um, Vernon Downs racetrack. And it was again, like a, like a mud pit, hot. It was like a multiple day yeah. concert. And it was just yeah. like muddy and hot and sweaty and smelly. The music was fine, but I, I'm by no means a fish head like this guy is. So that was probably my least favorite concert I've ever been to. Uh, I would say it was Shane was probably also at that concert. Yeah, I was probably, and I probably didn't even know. Um, a Dylan in the middle of nineties in South Florida, really bad show. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Alison Krauss opened up for him and she was phenomenal. Uh, and he just stunk the joint up. Except his band. The band was incredible. Uh, he just wasn't on it. Yeah. Huh. And I've also seen Van Morrison do some really bad things. Wow. But those are alcohol-induced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I went to a um, Merle Haggard concert one time, 
and he could barely make it to the stage. Yeah. Okay. His band was great. Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember who the warm up act was, but they were great. Merle comes up there and he starts to sing one of his classics, like Oki from Muskogee or something like that. And all of a sudden he just kind of wanders around, goes back and they had straw bales on the stage and he sits down on the straw bale and the band doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's sitting there and all of a sudden um, he breaks into Tulsa time or some other weird song and, and he just goes off on this riff for about 10 minutes and then they they kind of got him up and got him back to the mic and it kind of blew everybody away on that it was um i i was at a few rock concerts which i don't remember very clearly over the years but <laughs> that's that was the problem is that some there's some of those ones i just don't remember yeah <laughs> i saw i saw um Blue Oyster Cult, the Doobie Brothers, and some somebody else in Santa Barbara one time. Uh, that's what I know. So don't ask me. Don't ask me how the concert was, but I remember that. Um, uh, have you? Okay, here's the one, Leanne. Have you ever cooked in your underwear in a thunder or snowstorm? Inside or outside? outside no i've done it well maybe not in a snow or thunderstorm but certainly have cooked in my underwear well you know what i that i i have to retract my yeah for being from upstate new york i've definitely gone out and grilled like steaks or chicken or hamburgers or hot dogs in my underwear during a snowstorm for sure i'm sure that's happened at some point my like with a coat on but in my underwear like not totally yeah see there's two honest guys there Leanne. I, I hear it. As I got no Chris problem Lilly was. Chris, as Chris Lilly was too, well. very honest about that. Yes. You Chris, know. Chris has done that also in the elements. Yeah. In fact, that was okay. at the Jack, I think, wasn't it? Or something what? like that. They were cooking in a field and his son was there. He was in the back of the truck. Son was in the sleeping bag and the storm came in. And Chris told us the story. He was on the show a few weeks ago and they jumped up and they're running around in their underwear trying to you know, not let the cookers blow over in the tent and all this stuff. And they're you out there. Do what you got to do. You can do what you got to do. Okay. Uh, I saw Chris Lilly over the weekend at Memphis and the, to see him hanging out with his grandkids. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty magical. Special. Yeah. Special. They call him chick, 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 chick. chick got to remember that. Okay. Your favorite movie. What's your favorite movie of all time? Blues Brothers. Atta boy. I like that. Oh, man. Favorite movie of all time. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. You like the Rocky Gladiator. Yeah. Or Top Gun. Gladiator was good. Um, good choose. Would, I know this answer. Would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? Uh, uh, corn fed. Atta boy. <laughs> Ford or Chevy's? Uh, I'm a Ford guy. I'm a Ford guy. All right. I'm an explorer. Okay. Here's a tough one for you. Captain and Tennille are the Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers. Whatever he said. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Um, Hold on. We're almost done here. Oh, have you ever smoked an armadillo? (laughs) (laughs) You asked that a lot because somebody just asked me that in Memphis. 
Yeah. I, 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 I wish I wish I lived in a region where I could find one to smoke one. <sighs> They're tough. Let me tell you. Oh, when you say smoke, like when I ran one over, I smoked that armadillo. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> you know what you're supposed to do, <clears throat> Shane, when you after you run one over, you got to get out of your car or your truck, oh. you go over and you sit, you pick up the armadillo and you put them in a sitting position. And then you take your uh, Lone Star bottle and wrap their little hands around it and you drive off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a right. thi- that's a thing in Texas. That's a All right. thing. Wow. I'll remember that. Yeah. Um, what's the dumbest thing you guys have ever seen? Not what you did, but dumbest thing you've ever seen with a grill or a smoker. Oh my God. Um, could try to make barbecue without putting wood into it. It's probably the, there you go. There is a uh, really bad issue of people not knowing how to light a grill up here. Oh, he loves it. He loves watching people try so to light, a, I light love charcoal. I love watching people try to light, 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 light charcoal. It's one of my favorite things. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to a big giant events like New York City Food and Wine or South Beach Food and Wine. And everybody's got to cook in those big John grills, right? The, just right. a big rectangle with a grill over it. And they give you a bag of charcoal and they always give you lighter fluid. Uh, and just to watch people try to figure out how to use those things. is the- <laughs> My wife can do it. My wife, my wife can light charcoal with the best of them. She laughs at them now. <laughs> is that one of those things where you just get a drink and sit back in the lawn chair? Oh, and wa- oh, he loves it. it. He loves it. it. He'll, he'll, he'll even go as far to be like, hey, Matt. Give me the elbow, grab his beer, and like sit back in his chair and be like, oh, watch. He's like, it's happening. Watch. Here we go. Watch. There you go. I like that. Okay, last question. Leanne might have some, but this is my last, my last question. If you could dine with any two historical figures, live or dead, I don't care. Uh, we'll resurrect them for the dinner. But if you could, if you could have dinner with them, share some barbecue with them, who would those two two historical figures be? I'm ready. Go, I go, go. Fire. Theodore Roosevelt and Jerry Garcia. Now that would be a hell of a combination. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I like. I think Jesus might be a cool guy to say, "Hey, what's going on? Tell me the real <laughs> story." <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'd love to. I'd love to have my my grandma back for a day. Have another there you go there you go shane i do have to tell you something i i i do a golf show too and i had a guy on the golf show and i have similar questions for the after hours thing on the golf show and he was he was a deadhead and he goes yeah the great thing about being a deadhead is because you never wanted to run out of a dope because if you did you found out how crappy the music really was and (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i won't argue with you on that okay okay it's i have a i have a framed deadhead picture in my in the cave was what we called kind of the family room down at the end of the hall and um i stole it from a radio station but i just thought it was a cool picture because garcia was there and i think jerry weir was with him that day or something so um not Jerry Weir, Bob Weir, excuse me. Um, Anyway, Matt Abdu and Shane McBride from Pig Beach in New York, their new cookbook. It's the Pig Beach Barbecue Cookbook. You guys have been great. I've had a lot of fun. I think Leanne has had a lot of fun. Yes, thank you. Thank Thank you. you. You guys are awesome. 
And I expect to see Shane on an episode of Hoarders very yep, soon. You, coming you to might you. actually, it might actually happen. That could actually happen. I might actually sign him up for it. There you go. <laughs> guys, thank you. Best of luck with everything. Thank you for your time. I know you guys are extremely busy and congratulations on your success and everything you have coming down the road. Thank you so thank much. You very much. Yeah. And you're welcome back on the show anytime. I don't extend that invitation. Careful what you wish for, because let us know. I that's okay. Do what? I'm sorry. I have the face for radio. So yeah, so do I. That's why I do it a lot. So you know, <laughs> we 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 could do the uh, Shane and Jeff uh, facial profile radio show or something. There you go. <laughs>